All right, Marky, on the line today, we have a forward, Pat Falero from the Niagara Falls Thunder. We're going to pub the local team up there. At Hi- where are you right now, Patty? Uh, I'm in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls Hyde Park. Is that where you guys are skating? Yes, we play out of there. So the Niagara Falls Thunder are from the USPHL Junior A, Mark. Tier 3 Junior A. We want guys to go up there. Patty, how you doing up there? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you, Jim? I can't complain. Who would listen? So, Pat, tell us the journey of how you get to be a junior hockey player. Obviously, the main goal for a player would be the junior A save, would be the junior savers, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so, maybe. So, how how do you go? Let's say, well, we'll start right here. You graduate from Bishop Timon. What year? Uh, 17. 17. How yeah. do you how do you get to where you are now? Okay, so uh, we had our coach Chris Panic, knew Mark Zarbo, and they emailed a bunch of kids from the high school, the Federation League, and they were having a showcase to try to help kids get to the next level. And uh, you could invite like three to four players from each team in the email. So I got one of the invites. So I went to the showcase. You know, not expecting much, honestly. Just, you know, there's a junior one and there's a high school kids one. So we played in the high school one. And uh, I ended up getting a, a call from Kyle Richards. He was the coach at the Connecticut Nighthawks. And they offered me an elite contract. And uh, What's at an the elite time, contract? I, elite would have been the basically the B team of the premier. So it would be like the almost like JV. Okay. So, at the time, I had no other offers, so I, I had taken the uh, that offer, and I was going to play for the elite team in uh, Connecticut. And uh, three days before the the move-in date, I got a call from their coach, and they said they scrapped the elite team and that they were just going to pull me up to the premier team to play for the year. Well, so you lucked so, out. Yeah, I lucked out. Well, the coach left, too, so we had a, a new coach three days before the season, which was kind of crazy. <laughs> going into your first junior year, you know? Oh, so, uh, so yeah, so I ended up in Connecticut playing for the premier team right off the start. So what, you're living with a billet family, or is it just a shit show in a frat house? What? what? Yeah, uh, we were in an apartment together uh, out in uh, Windsor, Connecticut, about 20 minutes away from the rink. Well, that's, that's good. <laughs> so playing in this league – and playing with guys that you don't know, how much did you have to adapt to other guys' game and, and the surroundings that you were in Connecticut? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's definitely different every time because we had a couple Euros on our team last year. So playing with them is, is kind of hard because it's a different kind of style. Well, just Europe. go out and say it, Pat. They don't back check. Right, they don't play the D zone, so yeah. it's tough. Uh, we, uh, yeah, I was on a line with two kids from Bulgaria, and uh, – killer in the offensive zone but the d zone was tough i remember two shifts in one game we were out there for probably a minute and a half the d zone was, but we were killer in the offensive zone when we got in there uh, so when you're playing with junior everybody thinks you go to junior it's a fight festival tell the listeners how junior hockey is changing because they don't want anybody fight anymore which is ridiculous right, so in uh in our league the rule is you know they really have no toleration for fighting so if you fight they let it go. The referees aren't going to get in the middle of it. But if you do fight, you get 
I think it's first you get one game suspension. If you fight again, it's three game suspension. So, so this is right now. So let's let's backtrack. You're in Connecticut. How the hell? How do you get to where you are now at Niagara Falls? So how did a year go in Connecticut? All right. So uh, actually, one day I was on Twitter and I saw a tweet that said that the United States or uh, the Niagara Falls Thunder were going to be a new team in the United States Premier Hockey League. And I had uh, I was kind of I don't know like startled by it because I didn't think that would ever happen. So uh, I wanted to move back home. And this was like the perfect opportunity for me. So I ended up DMing the icing the Fed account, seeing if they had any idea what was going on. And they gave me a contact to call. And I ended up calling it. It was the head coach, John Cullen. I didn't know he was the head coach at the time, but I uh, gave him a call. And he said, within 30 seconds, you know, we were talking. He's like, all right, listen, like, we'd love to have you. So I was already down to play. So basically, a 30 second phone call got me to play for this team. Wow. That's the guy from Franny's, right? Yes. He's a good guy. He runs a good room. Yeah, it's great. Nice coach. and loose. Yeah. So, in terms of being a player, what kind of player do you see yourself as? Ah, uh, you know, and give it to us in like NHL 2019 terms, because that's all I have. I don't really know anything about <laughs> hockey, so like grinder, uh, playmaker, two. Yeah, I guess guy. it'd be like uh, kind of like a mix of a, a grinder with a playmaker. Uh, because Betty, you know, Betty could grind. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know coming from like a high school league where you might get away with a Daniel every once in a while and you come up right to this league, it's you're not getting away with that unless you're the top notch player. So, you know, I gotta I I learned that quick, you know, you gotta and these leagues gotta know who you are and you can't be who you're not or else you're not gonna succeed. So like and, did you do you think there's I, I believe there's a place on a team for a guy who fights because, you know, I think that takes a lot to go out there and do that and guys are so used to it. And I think there's it like shows passion and also probably cleans up the game later on. It's like if some guy comes out here and scums you and then you just throw the gloves down, it's not like we have to be chippy the rest of the day. You know? Right. No, you're exactly right. Uh, I've been petty down in the midget league here in Buff South Buffalo. We've been seeing a lot of kicks, a lot of kicks. kicks. Everybody's kicking now. And I, I don't get it. 20 years of hockey. I've never seen a kick. I've seen six this year. I don't know what's going on with the culture, Pat. I don't know. Do you see it? Yeah, I think. Go ahead. I think the problem is, is that you're not letting the players police their own game. I agree with that. I mean, I think referees should let the game flow, warn guys right away, say, "Hey, we ain't, we're, we're not doing that today, boys. We're gonna play hockey. You want to go? You can go, but then it's over." And right. I think the, I think the officials from Pee Wee on to. To juniors, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the guys in the show. They're great, but it's almost like they want to make the game about them, don't you think? Right. Yeah. Sometimes it it does get into that. You know, you get the occasional great referee that knows what he's doing, but sometimes you know you, you get the some poor officiating, which is really it's it's tough to deal with because it changes the outcome of the game. And you can't really do anything about it. Uh, exactly. I mean, I had a guy the other day. I said, "Hey, what's the call here?" Because you can't talk to me. I said, "Listen." I've been doing this 20 years. I'm not sitting here and yelling. I got a family to go home to. Relax. Let the kids play hockey. And as soon as they make, and you know this, as soon as they make it about themselves, what happens? Shit show. Yeah, it's game's over. It's it's over because everybody's wound up because there's a lot of emotion going through a 17 to 20-year-old player. You don't know what's going on at home. And it's getting to be ridiculous. 
I, I wish they would, at all levels, nip it in the butt right away. You know, there, and you know who I'm talking about. There's a couple of officials around here. They might be dicks, but you know what? Right. It's a good flow to the game. And, right. And how, how's the flow been up in uh, USPHL? It's actually been phenomenal this year. I think uh, we had we had one game where it was like a penalty shootout. But other than that, I mean, we we went to New Hampshire this weekend for a showcase, and uh, the flow was unbelievable. Barely any penalties. The stuff you have to call is called, but the stuff you know that you could let go and let the guys take care of it themselves was that's how it was, and that's how it should be. Absolutely. What do you? What's uh? I, I like the unis. Check these guys out. Niagara Falls Thunder on Twitter. They got you guys got some sharp unis. You're always yeah, you're still wearing a red. Yeah, they're sick. Yeah, they're all red, and then we basically look like the Carolina Hurricanes when we're uh, in the white. So nice. uh, we wear white helmets with those. We we look fresh on the ice, man. Uh, you oh, know, some of the guys good. on the team. Yeah, yeah, literally. Good. You know, some of the guys on the team are uh, designed them, and uh, we look absolutely disgusting out there. You got to look good. I mean, it, yeah. like I tell, I, and I probably told you this, you got to look good walking in, too. Don Cherry right. does it in the beginning of the year. You look good right. walking in, and you have a good attitude, and then you look good on the ice. It's going to pay off. I mean, you're going right. to get exactly. lucky. People don't they don't understand that when I say that. I had a kid come in without sleeves the other day. I wow. said, are you fucking kidding me? And the kid's a house. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. So, I don't know. So what? Where do you gotta go? Where's the farthest you gotta go? You, uh, we. I actually think we just went up to New Hampshire. It might be the farthest. It was a seven-hour trip that ended up being sixteen. Our bus broke down. Jeez, and and you know what? I I think since the the accident in Canada, is that in your head going on the bus bus trip? I've heard some yeah, guys. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I don't know if it is for all guys, but sometimes you know. It is in the back of your mind for me, at least. It's kind of it's scary to think that something like that can happen with like all your boys. Like normally, the bus rides are some of the best parts of junior hockey because you're on the bus for so long and all the boys are just hanging out, talking, and some funny stories get told. And like it's kind of like your safe place almost. And to think about something like that happening could it's really uh it could mess with you. Oh yeah, I I I think about that all the time. I I think more people should wear the stickers on the on the helmets and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Ter- terrible what has happened. Um, yeah. I mean, now they're releasing a bookmark about it, and the families didn't want it released, and this guy still released it uh, up at CB. I was reading a- on the CBC Calgary last night. It's just just terrible. Um, it is. It's terrible. Who, who, any other local boys on the team, Patty? Any what? Hometown? Any hometown boys on the team? Or just oh, you? yeah. We got, a, we got a lot of hometown kids on the team. I, so, probably, yeah, probably yeah. majority of the team, I'd say. That's good because sometimes when you get into this junior shit, it's all Canadians and a couple home ground, and nobody goes to the games because right. they don't market it correctly. Are, is that one of the things that you guys are trying to do is kind of market like, hey, this is Buffalo, Western New York's junior team over here. Come and yeah. see us. Yeah, you know, I always think highly of Western New York hockey. I mean, it's probably biased because I'm from there, but I think, you know, the talent here is unreal, and if you know, I understand kids have to leave sometimes to go play in, like, the top-notch leagues, but, you know, if there was a way we could keep everyone from Buffalo who plays juniors in Buffalo or Western New York run our own league, it, I think it would be one of the top junior leagues around. Well, and then, and then I, you know, you go see Buff State or Canisius. It's all Canadians. Right. When there, right, there's yeah. some good boys here, 
that are going – I don't understand it. I, I've always said those teams, those college teams, should have more local guys, more people would go out and watch them. You ain't winning the Frozen Four, dude. So, you know what I mean? So let's have yeah. fun and let's develop, and maybe we could send a couple guys onward and to the next step. Right. I don't know. That's just me. You know how I am. Yeah, yeah. So James James here was your coach. What yes. was what was it like having Jimmy as a coach, and then <laughs> and then going forward, you know, is there still stuff that sticks with you? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think uh, having Jim for a coach was a uh, a little bit of a wake up call for me because uh, <laughs> you know he was the first ever coach that wasn't afraid to speak his mind yet, and I uh, I needed that I think for the benefit. It's tough because you can't do that with most kids nowadays, the way that society is, but. I love that. I love that in a coach that's not afraid to tell you when you're playing bad right to your face and try to get under your skin to make you perform better. And I think, you know, Jim taught us a lot on ice, but he wanted to get us off ice how to act too. And that was a, a big thing for me. I, I, I still do that to this day. Uh, I, I'll, it's winding down, Patty. November 1st, I'm done for a little while. You know, and, and yeah. this, this is another thing too is because I always commended Jim because he didn't have to do it. Like, you know, a lot of guys are like, uh, my kid, I'm going to coach him until he's done here, and then I'll send him on his – you know, and you get a lot of right. dads coaching. Like, what was it like not having, like, a a guy's dad on the bench? I loved it. I I, I absolutely loved the no-parent coaching. I think uh, even when a coach comes in as a dad, says he's not biased, he's always still going to be a little biased, which is – I don't blame him, right, as your kid. You want him to do good. But, uh, you know, it's nice because then you don't have to worry about anything. They just want to – they want what's best for the team at that point. And the, they, they're team first. They're not picking any guys purposely because of who – if they're related to them or not. They want team first, and they want to win. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the things with you guys is uh, you and Noah Kane tried out for yeah. an 18 team as 15-year-olds. Correct? Yeah. So, Mark, yes. these guys, by the way, still playing Thunder – and uh, Noah's down in Corpus Christi. Is he in the same league? Is it, what, what what league is he in, Patty? He's in the NAHL. Okay. And Good league. The guys I'm with, they were like, no, you, you can't take these two. I said, these two are going to be the best players on our team. They're like, no, 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 no. They're 15. I go, I don't give a fuck how old they are. They could play. And you guys dug and you stuck up for each other. And I think that year you got a lot out of it that said, you know what? I'm I'm becoming a young adult here. I, I, you manned yeah, up a lot, and then you sure. went, you went over to Timon, and I said, have fun with 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 Chris and Maddie. They're gonna straighten you out, and they're gonna yeah. give you a little more knowledge of the game than I can. And I think it was a good move the way you guys worked it, and uh, it was good to watch from afar. And I, I still root for you guys. I'm gonna be up there watching the Thunder. I drive now, so you, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's scary, Jim. <laughs> I drive now. <laughs> you just said that as a 38-year-old man. <laughs> what? So we got a lot of hockey dads that uh, listen to this show. What advice do you have for the hockey dads as a player growing up in this that, you know, you're not going to be the next Patty Kane? You, you know, everybody says right. that. You know what they right. they always say, Pat? Well, uh, Pat Kane, he got he made it because of his money. And you know what I've always said from day one? You think Pat Kane play, paid to play on a fucking team? There's no way. He didn't pay. Right. I, don't, right. I mean, I know guys that are, are a quarter t as talented as him when he was that age, and they don't pay. You know what I mean? But right. what advice do you have for the dads coming up in the system, say about, uh, I'd say a freshman in high school right now? 
Yeah, so it is tough nowadays with like money and stuff. Hockey is expensive no matter where you play because the ice time and it's it's a uh, it is tough. But you know there is certain things to look forward to. You know like the certain junior camps if you're getting invited to and you don't really know who uh, the the coach is or you never talk to him. And they're uh, inviting you to their summer camps, like a prospect camp, and they're asking for money right away. I'd uh, I'd look into it. I'm not saying it's going to be a scam for your kid, but, you know, sometimes it's tough. They're called money grabs. And uh, I know some people that have gone to camps all summer long and paid every full price, and they don't even get a call from a coach. And they end up playing back in some, you know, junior or like a, a youth league. So, I mean, it's tough. So, it, you got to know, I'd say you'd want to talk to the coach personally before you send it out. And, you know, they never, coaches can say whatever they want to. So, I mean, unless you really think your kid could go out there and uh, play, which I'm not saying no one's kids can't, you know, it's, it's just, you got to know, pick and choose. Uh, you're exactly right. You got to, if you're a young player right now, you got to hook up with somebody that knows somebody. Let's be right. honest. It's an old right. man's game. Do you Ever, think do you think right. social media is involved? Like, does, does uh, that help? Does that help or hurt? Uh, you know, I don't think it hurts. I don't know if it helps that much, but I mean, uh, definitely. Uh, you know, if I was a young kid right now, I'd try to get as much film of my game as possible and make like a highlight tape, show them what you do good. You know, let them know what you do bad too. Let them know what you want to work on. You know? It's always good to have a conversation with who you're going to go play for because. You know, you don't want to walk in blinded with anything, you know. Well, it, do, it doesn't hurt when you got guys calling for, on your behalf as well. You know what I mean? Right, right. Or some dads, they're they're not afraid to call them on their own. We know a couple of those right. guys. <laughs> they're crazy, but you know what? They work yeah. hard. They love their kid, and you know, they want to see Jim, them excel. Jim, at that point, though, I think from a coach's standpoint, I don't know if this works for you or not, but. At a certain age, you got to realize that I think it's time for the parents to step out of the coach's way and let the kids handle it. So I think as a coach, I'd rather hear a phone call from a kid. You know, it, that's tough for a kid at, at a young age, like 14, 15. But I think it shows how, like, that's maturity right there and some respect you have for the coach. Totally agree with you. Totally agree. So we had uh, we had Joe Gannon on, and, and he's working on uh, this thing called the power player. You got to check it out, Pat. And and it's like uh, – it. it develops it's like it shows your development um do you think that's something that if it was developed earlier it would it would help a player out going from coach to coach because sometimes i feel like your personal relationship with a coach might sometimes matter more and your performance could be better you know what i mean like that's yeah that's tough especially with politics and hockey like personal relationships talk about that but yeah I hear if that's what you're saying like it shows your development i think that if you send that to a coach or something and you show them if you're you can learn the game that's a big thing to coaches they want people who can learn the game their way you know and uh if you're sending a development show them how much you can progress then you know that shows that you have a high ceiling you can get to instead of a guy that's like staying the same staying the same but if you're going to a coach and learning his style quick and playing up to his potential then i think that's huge for kids nowadays Analytics is coming in. I'm not a fan of it, but I understand it. How much are you are you seeing any analytics at the junior level? Yeah, you know we got our scratches every night taking stats, and we have kids videotaping the games, and we watch film every single day on, on our own selves. And you know, Jim, I have to disagree with you there because I think analytics are huge. 
I know. Uh, I just I, I don't know what it is. I'm not good at math. Watching, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It, it shows though. You know, some guys aren't stat guys. You know, they don't put up numbers that coaches want to see, but they do other things that are that help win hockey games. And that's I think that's when some people get overlooked. Like as me, I'm not a flashy player, Jim. You know that. I just I'm good positionally and. I do good things, you know, I do things right. I'm not going to go out there and told you I can snipe on top shelf. You know, I'm going to go out there and work hard and, and do the other things that maybe those those skill guys can't do. Well, I, I, I totally agree with that. We need more guys taking the puck wide, putting their head down, lowering the shoulder. Right. Uh, this fucking dipsy doodle, toe drag shit. You know how I am with it. I've yeah, accepted it, it a little bit because I, I, I you know what, I, st- I still say this, Patty. You got your coach's, your old coach's phone number or email? And they're like, yeah. I go, well, why don't you email him and tell him thanks for nothing? Because he didn't <laughs> fucking teach you anything. So now, so now I got to work with what I got. So I can't teach you to go left because dickhead screwed it up years ago. So we're right. going gonna, gonna to use you for what you're good at. I can't start over. Because you know yeah. how that is with practice at the major level. I think level. it's tough nowadays because, you know, the things that are getting highlighted in the NHL are, I mean, those guys are phenomenal players. Obviously, they could do what they do because, you know, that's a that's a gifted talent. That Those guys can dangle, but, you know, they're the top-notch guys. I think kids nowadays should be watching maybe a bottom six type of role player. You know, everyone wants to go out there and do the dangle stuff when you're not going to. And uh, I think hockey's getting a little ridiculous with that. I know. They're hitting the R1 Especially button. Especially at the youth ages. Oh God! Just don't. I mean, I gotta. I gotta step away for a little while. I mean, twenty years is a lot, a long time. But what I'm just seeing here, I mean, how much more right. equipment do we gotta bring out on the ice? It takes ten minutes to get set up for practice. You got these YouTube coaches putting out their things. You guys, it's different. Your junior level, you have a lot of ice time. Sometimes right. you only got fifty minutes, and this guy's bringing out a stick handling thing. He's got the cross boards going up. It's like, right? Jesus Christ! Just drop the puck. Everybody get on the line, and let's go from here and bring our lunch pail. You know, I mean that—that's the yeah. way I was brought up. So I think that you know the t- kids nowadays are getting like uh, tough mixed up in their head too. A lot of kids think they're tough going out slashing and hitting guys from behind and doing that when really tough hockey is putting your head down going to that grinding in the corners not getting penalties you know that's that's the real that's the tough guys you want to see at this level you know mm-hmm. how you see anybody uh having concussion problems on your team i've been seeing that a lot too i uh, I, I don't know what it is pat are they is it in the, these kids minds that up oh, i got hit i got a concussion I'm out for you. Know, it might be. We had one kid with a conk on our team this year. He got hit from behind. So, I mean, that wasn't his fault. Right. That was that was actually serious, you know. And uh, I think that, you know, yeah, I I don't know about that. I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about concussions because that is a serious problem nowadays. And sure. I don't really know how to, like, judge on that. I've, I'm not nearly intelligent enough with the human <laughs> mind to, or brain to tell you. Well, good thing you met me, concussion. you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so you're saying that the the next level after, after this is like a D three team, right? And yeah, or, or you know, D three, or if you're young, you could get called up to a tier two, maybe or tier one. You know, there's always advancements, but for a guy like me, that's a 99 now with a year left. It could be tier two, but I'm trying to get to D D three now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Colin Kane. You're 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 you want to be where Colin Kane's going. You want to follow Colin, right? Yeah, D three. Another great player in your family. D three, yes, yeah. 
there's been a, there's there's a there's a lot of good hockey players coming out of you know that Falero Kane Gene. I I'm I'm glad that you were the first one that we talked to. I know a, co- yeah. a couple other guys I'd like to talk to, but we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, <laughs> Throw in a word yeah, for us, got, would you? Yeah, we got a lot of you know even uh, like uh, older than my brother Mike. You know, my brother Mike was the first one to play juniors in my family, and I kind of set the stone for uh, like me and Noah and Colin. Obviously, they had Pat too, but like you know, Mike brought it around here, so we found out some more stuff about it and uh you know yeah. yeah you know i think it comes from us being a little competitive too at the family parties you know we always want to be better than each other and uh you know it's good to have that oh that's good I, I i don't see anybody playing street hockey anymore i think it's a fucking right. sacrilege patty i think these kids got to get out play with the tennis ball their hands will be better right you got kids with uh feet for hands uh, out there, yeah, and yeah. I, I would really like to see. Uh, you know, we used to have street hockey tournaments on Tuscarora uh, Road, and uh, I don't see enough of it. I, I right. I, I mean, I, I get the workout and the, the fucking golf ball and the goalies throwing the the, the thing against the wall. You know, right. you know how I am. I think if we just went, if you got a team and you went old school, like say you got a right. Pee Wee Bantam team, I bet you Frankie, Vinny. And Tommy could beat the shit out of, you know, uh, Tyler's. And, uh, you know, I, I would like to see somebody bring up a team with an old school, like, 88, 90 kind of feel to it. Right. Where and, you know, uh, that that would be – it would be – I think that team, would go, like you said, it would almost be like Broad Street Bullies coming in and, like, bullying people around. But, you know, with the way that t- today's game's going and uh, what, the way they call stuff, you know, it's tough. It's oh, tough it's to tough. Do that. And, and – it would be it would be amazing to see that I think not you know not scummy wise but I'm saying like guys that are not scared to finish their hits and just love to play hard and get like they love to get in front of the net and get crazy you know I, I years ago I tried to get a South Buffalo junior team was pretty close to doing it I'll tell you that would the unis would have been sick sick and we would have been the most feared team out of anywhere right. but yeah you know, that's uh that's like uh what uh, Coach Cullen tells us a lot you know he wants it to be like he wants people to be afraid to come into our building and play hockey. Cause that's, that's a big thing now with like home ice advantage. You really get to know it once you step into junior hockey, because guys are traveling all day long to come play a game. And then they, and uh, you know, you want to be, you want them to be like, Oh God, like I don't want to be here right now. These guys are going to, they're going to hit us. They're going to hit us hard and they're going to hit us harder. And we don't want to deal with that. No, you're, you're exactly how, right. Your coach is right. How are your crowds there? Uh, we've only had uh, one home game and uh, or two home games actually. On my bad, opening weekend we had a pretty good crowd. Uh, you know, I think the people of Niagara Falls actually like know about these teams, which is amazing because in Connecticut last year, I think our we had like 20 people at one game, and that was the most. And other than that, it was empty stands. That's tough. Well, we're gonna definitely get the word out there, and we want people to support the Niagara Falls Thunder. Good guy coaching, Patty Falero. Good guy. What do they got you yeah, on, on the wing? Yeah, I'm playing the wing right now. I played center a little bit over the weekend, but I'm more of a winger, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I need I, here just real quick. Uh, so the er, the young NHL season, what, give us some prediction. What do you what do you like? You see who do you who would you like to see good? What do you think about the Sabers? Obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge Sabers fan, so like it's tough. You know, I I love watching them play. You know, uh, unpopular opinion. You know, I'm not a big fan of Jack Eichel. Uh, 
Me neither, Patty. That's funny. I'm just, not just a, I'm just not a fan yeah, of his facial hair. He looks I, like a three I wasn't a big, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of him getting uh, the captaincy. I really don't think he, I don't think he deserved it. Neither do I. I'm in the minority. I hear you on the minority yeah, of this. I just, yeah, and uh, you know, I, I will argue people to the day I die about how like I don't like him and stuff like that. I just think <laughs> he doesn't carry himself very well, like. Well, like and, my uh, father always says, you didn't get the guy you wanted. So right. th- you don't take the ugly girl to the prom. He wanted <laughs> he wanted them to trade out of it. I think he was the only guy in Buffalo at the time that I heard. And it's just the way he carries himself. After he scored that second goal the other day, he like kind of said to the crowd, like, oh, yeah, boo me, boo me now. I seen a little right. of that. You know what I mean? He's kind of yeah, like, like. I mean, it is. It is tough for Buffalo fans to grasp on that when you look over into the Western Conference at McDavid and just what he oh, accomplished God. already and yeah. and how the way he handles himself and stuff. And even to look up to Toronto and see Matthews just out to an absolute rip right now for the start oh, of the yeah. season. I mean, he's I'm, got 10 points already in four games. Like, the guy's a stud. You know me. I like the grinders. I love Tage Thompson right now. I love his game. I think it's only going to get better. I hate Gergensen, though. I wish Gergensen. Really? Oh, I'm not a big Gergensen guy. I thought they should have traded him when he got the bullshit all-star honors. But, <laughs> but you know, I think I think this is Housley's test. I don't think Housley has to get to the playoffs this year. I think he has to get maybe 10th, 9th, try to get to that 8th wild needs, card. Just needs to win games at home. Yeah, I agree. It's like yeah. a fucking church there. But um, I think next year, if he doesn't get to the playoffs, he better be watching his back. Because yeah, I, I, it it seems like uh, when Buffalo is looking for a new coach, it's always like the wrong time because you know how Barry Trotz just left Washington. Right. I think that would have been a that could have been a huge pickup for the yeah. the Sabers. You know, if we were looking for a coach, but we weren't. But we always you know, settle we'll for the ugly broad. Like I said, we don't. <laughs> how, yeah, how, so. how I wish Housley luck. I, I mean, I I didn't like him as a right, player. Yeah, he right. played with a purse, but. You know, you don't, you don't, you weren't even around then when he's playing for no. the old Winnipeg Jets. I mean, yeah, he's got a lot of points, but uh, I couldn't, I couldn't take him here, especially early on with the Sabers. But I, I think, can tell you that. Go ahead. Right now, that the Sabers, they don't, they love to give the good old flyby. They don't hit enough. I know, I know, and that's, and that's the game. It's, it's, and you wonder why these. I guess that's another thing. You wonder why these guys are getting away with all these toe drags and stuff because they're not going to hit like they used to. Right. You know. I mean, so, I, I mean, yeah, it's all pretty hockey, but what'd you think of Marshawn on uh, Larzy Boy over there? Uh, I love Brad Marshawn. I do. Me too. I think I I could watch that guy play for endless hours. I think what he does is just unbelievable. Because you know, it's great. not like he does. Yeah, what he does is kind of crazy, but he backs it up. Like that guy can play hockey better than almost anyone in the world. You know, he's an Avery Barnaby with skill you know what i mean he's got mad skill too right he's probably on the best line in the nhl right now that line with bergeron and pasternak that line is just and everybody with all the purists uh, with the kissing and everything i hey whatever works i guess right if you're winning games right yeah you're scoring points you know yeah so what do you what are are your predictions for the niagara falls thunder here this season uh you know it's early in the season but uh, after this weekend, Jim, we took down some pretty good teams out in uh, New Hampshire. We went three and one. Nice. And uh, we looked good, man. I, this might be the best team I've ever played on in my life for sure. Drop some we of your some guys. Drop some of your boys' names. T- t- tell us who they are. 
Uh, you know, we got Joe Shanley. That kid can fly like nobody else. Kid from West Seneca, right? Yeah, West Seneca. Yeah. Uh, we got great goaltending in uh, Chris Augustine and Ryan Pascarella. Those guys can stop the puck, like, big time, big time. They're great. Uh, we got a defenseman, Brandon Schweikert. He's from uh, Hamburg. That kid can that kid can wheel and deal at D. You know, and uh, you got this kid, Tristan Mock, who can just if he's not a better skater than Joe Shanley, I don't know. They that kid can fly up the wing or the center like literally nothing I've ever seen. Like I hate going against that guy in practice because he's already down there before I can even get to the red line. You know. Nice. Well, and then uh, we got uh we got this natural goal scorer. I've never seen anyone put the puck in the net like this. This guy just finds ways to get the puck in the net. His name's uh, Tristan Anglehart. He went to Franny's too. The guy's a stud on putting the puck in the net. Well, I've seen him play. He he could he could bury it. Yeah. Dude, I don't even like. We were playing this weekend, and the puck got stopped in some water about top of the circles. Like, just stopped there, and he took it, ripped it, top shelf, glove side. It was unreal. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> well, we're gonna be pubbing it. I want some gear. You tell those boys over there, licensed to talk. We're, we're gonna be pubbing the games. We want some gear, a hat, some shirts, something. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, I love the gear. I'll be on yeah. uh, your boy Noah Kaner down there and uh, Corpus Christi about that too. <laughs> But uh, I, it's good to hear that you're still playing, Pat. Um, Thank you. And I really, really keep your head down or keep your head up. <laughs> but keep your head down, work hard, and you'll get you'll get to where you want to go. I know you will. Thank you, Jim. All right, Patty. We'll be in touch. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure. All right, Patty. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. All right, Marky, on the line. From the Corpus Christi Ice Rays, center left wing Noah Kane. Noah, how it's, how's it going down there in Texas? Pretty good. Definitely a big change of scenery, but you know I like it so far. What, tell um, tell the listeners what league you are participating in first. Uh, I started off the season with the USPHL with the Islanders, and you know I just wasn't feeling it there, so talked to the coach here in North American Hockey League, Tier Two Junior A, and you know, things went pretty well and made my way down here, and here I am. I see uh, via the social media you got a couple zips in the face. What happened? You got hit? Yeah, I took one in practice to the face. Uh, not bad. A little battle scar, so. Noah's had a good journey, Mark. I coached Noah and Patty Falero down in, in Casanova. Made the team as a 15-year-old. Played Was probably the best player in the league as an eighteen in the 18-year-old division. Uh, Noah's been hustling and working his ass off, so we just wanted to say hi to Noah. And Noah, what have been the challenges in your journey since you left uh, South Buffalo here? Uh, it's been hard to find. You know, it's, it's hard. The most important thing is, is your coach, who you got behind you. And it's hard to find someone who challenges you and really cares about you and is there for you. So you really got to find someone like that and just put your head down and work and just listen. I mean – are you living with a billet family or they got you in a frat house? What are they doing for you down there? Yeah. So everyone in this league has to live with a family. So I'm with one other teammate and two, two parents. How, how are you adjusting down there? Uh, you're, you're used to being on the road uh, for, for about a year now, maybe a year and a half. How, how is everything going? Keeping in touch with the family and things like that. Uh, it's good. It's obviously a little harder being down in Texas. It's quite a ways from home, but 
Um, we stay in touch every day pretty much, and they know what's best for me, and I know I'm here to be challenged, so just got to get through a couple months. And what what advice – there's a lot of hockey dads. We don't really have a lot of young hockey players that listen to the show. What advice would you have for the the local hockey dad here in Buffalo on how to get there? We talked about Pat, with Patty for it for a little while. What what would you say to these these dads of these 14, 15 year old players around here? I think just just encouraging them, you know, don't push them too hard. You just gotta support them and try and help them in the right ways without being too detrimental to their development and. Just gotta always be positive and look at things the right way, and just let them let them work. Cause if they really want it, they'll make it happen. Yeah, I mean, you're a good story. You you've had a lot of people rooting for you behind the scenes, and not making calls. But is it is it good to have a, a, a hockey guy from the area in your corner? Yeah, it's definitely good to have someone to to back you and support you and reach out to others and. I must give you a hand, but at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta figure it out yourself and, and work and put your name out there yourself as well. Like uh, you you've seen it work out where the sacrifice and you know uh, when you put the work in, something comes out on the other side. Uh, what do you feel like uh, is another challenge besides like sacrificing being where you are? Um, you know, sometimes you just gotta to give up i mean a lot of times hanging out with friends or girlfriend just put things to the side for for a bit just to really take care of what's what's important to you and you know you play hockey your whole life you're you don't want to waste your years of time on a girlfriend or something at this age you know and you gotta all that time you put in you gotta make it worth it absolutely so junior a what's the you're in the north american league in junior a What's the next step? Where does Noah Kane? Because obviously you're not going to stay at, at at this place for forever. What would be mm-hmm. your next your next stop? Um, hopefully college, Division One. Hopefully, but a lot of work to get there. It's a big jump, so we'll play it out. Just gotta keep working, and um, it's a good league. I'm in a good spot right now. I'm pretty comfortable with my coach, and I know he's gonna help me as much as he can to get to the next step. And I keep working. You're not playing with any uh, non-back-checking Euros, are you? No. The Euros pretty hard working here, actually. So they're, Surprisingly. They're, yeah. So we, any other local guys down in the league? Uh, yes, there's one guy from Grand Island, Blake Bennett. Oh, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Regals and Lock Porch Brass. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, he's a good guy. And he predict we. It's good to finally have a Kane hockey player on the program, Mark. Very nice. We got a couple oars in the in the water here to try to lure eighty eight to give him a license to talk. It's going to be tough. We're going to need your help, Noah. You're going to be one of our hockey correspondents with your cousin. Yeah, I guess so. I'm the I'm the pitch man. <laughs> I, uh, Jim was talking about that that you you might have quit hockey at one point. Were you, you, yeah, you were going to give it up. It was definitely down in the dumps at a couple points. I think my freshman year, I was uh, at Timon, and I obviously got cut from varsity. I wasn't – I mean, I guess I shouldn't really be surprised looking back at it, but um, I went to JV. I was, like, fourth line there and fifth line, and so I wasn't too happy. I was, like, thinking about it. I, I actually ended up putting team and just working out for a while, and 
kind of got my stuff together and just realized, you know, I got to, I got to work harder if I really want to be there and I got to earn it and came back the next year and actually made varsity, which is pretty big for me. I was pretty happy. And from there, I just kind of took it more serious and more serious and ended up working out. I remember calling you as a 15 year old. You were living across the street from Casanova. I said, get your ass over here and let's play some hockey. We had some good times. We learned a lot. <laughs> we watched a couple games together. Didn't we have to watch a couple games together? Oh yeah, more than a couple. <laughs> what, what was it like having James as a coach? We asked we asked Falero the same question. Uh, it was good, you know. It wasn't like not that he pushed you too hard, but he definitely got the most out of you, and he definitely you know how to push you in the right way, you know, challenge you and. Just get your confidence. You got your confidence. That was what it was. And, you know, it was a real treat playing for him. I, w I, w I wish more guys would get the confidence up. You know, it's not about all W's. You got to get the, the confidence up. And it seems that you've gotten the confidence up. We're going to let you go work out. We're going to be in touch. We kick ass down there at Corpus Christi for the ice rays. And we're going to keep in, uh, in touch, Noah. Thank you very much. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. This has been Licensed to Talk. Follow us on Twitter at JCIsL2T and Instagram Licensed to Talk.